welcome to TLDR. I'm Luke. And I'm Tony. And today we are talking Dragon Age Inquisition, DLCs, The Jaws of Hakon, and The Descent. The Descent, yes. Mm. Yes, yes. So I guess the TLDR is that I have finished both both of the DLCs and completely, like all the missions done, all the side missions done, even did one of the collections because I'm a sucker for punishment. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I smashed them. What about you, Tony? Uh, well, I now I blame Bioware for this. Blame I actually uh, turned on Destiny. So it's so, De- so Bioware because just of rang Anthem. you up and said, "Hey, Tony, can yeah, you like?" Yeah, they did because of the Anthem. I thought, oh, but Destiny was pretty good. I might have a look at it. And yeah, Destiny's pretty good. It's pretty entertaining and enjoyable. Yeah, and it's got mm-hmm. the absolute perfect um, grind to reward ratio. Yeah, just as just, you're starting to get sick of the grind, something new and sparkly drops. Ooh, okay. And just continuously reinforcing your yep your loot generation, and mm, so that's mm. that. That was really good, and it's it's so the gameplay is so good, the story so pants, but the gameplay is so, <laughs> so good. good. So uh, if I'll Anthem be, has the good story and that kind of gameplay, that's going to be a heck of a game. But so anyway, mm. so I didn't do enough of my DLC because I wasted too much time on Destiny. And then I didn't get enough time to actually sit in front of a console or computer at all. So I've put I've sunk about six hours into the Jaws of Hakon and the Descent. Okay. Combined. Okay. So we won't talk about the ending story missions of it, but we can talk about everything beforehand. And then we can save all that story talk for the end. So probably not too many spoilerish stuff going on this time around. No. Good. So when I started playing this, the first thing I did coming back to the game, so I so I played uh, Inquisition when it first came out. Me too. And I played it for like three days straight because my wife was out of town at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then so I played it and I beat it and I, I never picked it up again. Okay. This is the first time I've picked it up again since. So I played it time. for 132 hours. I was about 90, 98. No, well, I played it for 132 hours and then I started my second character. Yep. And played it for... 46 hours with my second character. Okay. So massive difference. In, yeah, in total, in the in, first part of the... Yeah. yeah so so I played it through twice already. So that was... So when I came back to it and I started playing uh, The Jaws of Hakon, yes. which is pretty much just another zone. Which is exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, so picking it up, The Jaws of Hakon, I felt, I felt straight like... Like I wanted to talk a little bit about the, the role of DLC. Like downloadable content... Shouldn't just give you more content that's exactly the same as the rest of the game. Hmm. So, like Mass Effect did it really well. It was it was the same game engine, but it was a completely encapsulated story. Yep. Uh, so I found the Joys of Hackon didn't feel like a completely encapsulated story. I just felt like it was more of the same. It's just another map for you to walk around, following the quest markers, hmm. checking things off your list to do. Now, bear in mind, hmm. I haven't gone and spoken to the barbarians yet, so maybe yeah. that. I'm getting a little bit drawn into the story of the old of the ex inquisitor, but that's mm. like one in every ten things I'm doing gives me Sounds another like little taste. Yeah, of that. I kind of took it to be like I'm going to do most of the story first. Yeah, so I went to the barbarians almost straight away. Yeah, I probably should then, have done that. And then I did do a massive. I got almost through the whole story, got to the end kind of mission. Yeah, and then went and then okay, we did everything else. I went and cleared out the rest of the map. So, and I thought that was. I, you talk about like the role of the DLC. For me, this one was like, oh, I'm playing Dragon's Inquisition again, 
just like I have with all the other other maps, but it's all new. Yeah. So I'm getting that that little Whereas, bit of a taste after two years of coming back in and yeah. going, oh yeah. Whereas just, I went, oh that's right, that's what sucked about this game. Oh that's right, that's also what sucked about this yeah, game. Well, oh that's right, that's yeah. also what sucked about this game. I will say the the um the combat maps, definitely was a bit. 3D maps, piss off. I don't want bloody mountain ranges and fortresses in trees. Oh, I know. See, and, I, I and the combat is, oh, yawn. Yeah. Every enemy's a bullet sponge. And mm. because I'm playing a wizard, I'm so abstracted from what's going on. And I launch my lightning bolt, you know, a lightning yeah. bolt from a super mega powerful wizard, and it does like a 50th of their hit points in damage. Yeah. Look, the combat's a bit pants, and I would love to talk about that in the next episode. Okay. We can rip on the combat, because I think there's it's a whole thing. And I've actually gone back, and I've, been, I've actually played Baldur's Gate 1 and 2, Enhanced Editions, Neverwinter Nights, Jade Empire. Oh, I played Jade the Dragon Empire. Age. That was very interesting, Jade yes. Empire, as like where it sits in the Bioware timescale. Yeah. Pillars of Eternity. Yep. Um, Dragon Age 2 uh, and 1 I played a bit of as well. Yep. Um, and uh, there's something else in there as well. Maybe. Pillars of Eternity? Anyway. You said Pillars of Eternity. Okay. You, there was that good you played it twice. Played it twice. Well, I want to play the DLC for that, but I haven't found out for the right price yet. Okay. And Paradox rose their prices during the Steam sale. Oh. To wow. offset the, the, the discount you get with the Steam sale. So oh. if you look at Pillars of Eternity on Steam, it now it has, uh, the, as the recent, mostly negative reviews. Wow. People have gone in there and, yeah. So that was okay, interesting. So I went, no, I'm not buying your DLC. I'll... I'll buy it extra cheap now because I know you've been. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not because I've got too much other stuff to play. Um, and I want to go back and do a little bit of KOTOR as well. Yes. And yes. talk about combat and where Bioware have been going with this for so long and what other people are doing in the same space. Okay. Anyway, yep. so that's been that a interesting. side project. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's been an interesting run through, particularly for the old Baldur's Gates as well. Even the Enhanced Editions is um, it's a very different beast. Anyway. Uh, so to me though, the map, you said talked about like how there's mountain ranges and stuff and, yeah, uh, you know, up, up air and, you know, stuff. And yes, getting around was, it was a difficult terrain being that you were in the mountains, but I had a blast running around. Well, the maps felt big without feeling yeah. like, like Mass Effect, the, the maps were huge in Andromeda. Huge and flat. And you had ages driving at top speed to get anywhere. Yeah. This way, I, if I got on the horse, I got there very oh, quickly. Yeah, I forgot and all even about the on, horse. I haven't even used the horse. I forgot all maybe about Maybe that's why it. you think the map's so big, maybe. No, no. So my issue with the map yeah. was that it was hard for me to mentally put everything in order because it's uh, got like six levels. The way they oh, designed the map. the Which one? For the, the Descent? For the, no, no. Oh. For Jaws of Hakon. Oh, I see. So yeah, because you've got stuff. Yeah. And then you've got to actually – so you're going north yes. to get to your quest marker and you're doing all these things and then suddenly you hit this great big wall. Yeah. And you've got to go, to go back down find. south and then west and then north and then east and then south and then west and then north and then east and then south and then you get back to the other side yeah. of where you were. And trying to map that in your head logically was so you can remember, it was, was I was some, finding it too hard. I spent a lot of time lost trying to get to one point in, in through one of the fortresses and trying to yes that was a, and I think that's more of a flaw with the mapping system yeah in, in, in Inquisition more than the map itself more than the map itself well I did find it did remind me that when I played it through the first time mm. I had similar complaints with the maps mm. but because you spent so much time on the maps you eventually did learn where everything was in relation to everything else yeah true so I think it may be because you, I wanted this just to be a DLC yeah and like Mass Effect DLC you sit in front of it for four and a half hours and you're done yeah and 
and you think that was fantastic. That was a really good investment of my yep. four and a half hours. Yeah. Whereas this, I've run around in circles at least nine times, which I remember doing when I was playing Dragon Age Inquisition because yeah. the maps are difficult to navigate. And I'm fighting freaking poison spiders. I'm so sick of poison spiders. They bore the pants off me. Yeah. That's the only monster other than Hakonites. I just run past them. Poison spiders. And twice I have died because a stupid targeting system, because I'm fighting like a giant, the giant Hakonite with a massive club and yeah. everyone's bleeding and going, ah. Uh, and the yeah. stupid targeting system has targeted a pig, a completely neutral pig that just happens to be wandering past and has that massive charge. Yep. Guards itself, puts guard on itself and charge you and knocks you off the cliff. Twice I've died completely TPK because of that stupid targeting system targeting a neutral animal. Ah, uh, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that definitely, me off. That come, that's all part of the combat that I really don't like about this game is the targeting system. Yeah. I mean, yeah, anyway, I agree. It reminded me how good the combat in Mass Effect Andromeda actually was. Yes. Yeah, the gun yeah, if anything, I think this has got the reverse problem of Mass Effect. I think this has got a much better Yeah. Everything else, else is much about better. It, but the combat is not as Except good. Except for the equipment. Yeah. I don't still don't like the equipment. Yeah, the equipment and the crafting I did go back and do a bit of that to get myself I've, up to I've date. I've tried because I got the, the new schematic yeah but then i had to because i've picked up the game after what is it three years don't or something, what the hell's going on i don't remember what equipment i've currently got so then i had to go and research all my equipment and then yeah i, I spent an of, hour just doing that and i thought that what am i doing this yeah, for so i just I run around the, the equipment i've got thing i i end up doing it just to see what it was like not because i enjoyed doing it yes and i particularly didn't like the way i don't like the way the equipment is the crafting is all based on the material Yes. I don't care about the material. I care no. about the stats. Yes. Organize it so it stats. And then if I miss, if I want that stat and I don't have the material, then tell me where I can yes. find the material. Yeah. Like, don't. I thought that was. If it was the other way around, I think it'd be a lot easier to quickly get in and craft better stuff. And craft stuff. something, yeah. And I, I think this game, I think this game scream for an AI system, sort of whatever rule set, to automatically best equip your characters yes. and stuff. Yeah, and just yeah. Say, like, Here's my equipment. Just. Just this is what I'm interested stuff. in. And this is what I'm interested in. I'm interested in DPS. I'm interested yes. in tanking. I want this to be this. I'm interested just... in crowd control. Yeah. And then it equip, equips you with that gear. Because it's so hard going through every piece of equipment. Because yeah. then they've all got special abilities. Because now I'm rocking around with everything. Everybody's got purple gear on. Mm. So the purple gear all has special abilities. And so now when stuff's dropping in the jaws of hack on, mm. I have to try and remember to compare the special abilities and yeah, I found it tedious. So I'm and just picking up schematics was like I'm never going to use this. Yeah, like I'm yeah. never, unless I actually hit a point where I can't beat what yeah. I'm doing, and I need to go back and I'm yeah. not going to make any more stuff. Oh, and I actually use potions too. You'd be proud of me. Oh, well done. Yeah, well I remembered done. because the way I think that uh, I think I hate the way the potions. No, I think that's the best way they've done it for the yeah. consumables because you're totally mm. in control of when you use your reagents to make new potions. Oh, you mean making potions like really? Yeah, yeah. So you go and oh, you pick your elf okay. fruit. Yeah, and then okay, so I'm, I've used three, yeah, uh, and even fire flasks because and that the and and the other thing they're really noticeably good. Yeah, like particularly the Antiven fire flasks. If you throw one of them down, you've you've got that fight in the bag. You force them to stand in that burning patch of fire, and their health just drops like a stone. So first point, mm. it is really noticeable when you use the equipment. Really noticeable. Secondly, yeah, you just need to go and pick more flowers to make to fill up your inventory again, mm. and you choose when you make your new potions to fill your inventory. I really like that. 
That was good. That's you know, a really good consumable system. I was more system. talking about how AI uses the po- or doesn't. Well, I tell them not to use it. Potions. I tell the AI not to use the potions. I don't and then if I want them to use it, I swap to that character, use the potion, and swap back to my character. No, I don't mind about using the health potions, but I've got them equipped out with regeneration potions. Yeah, and they yeah. never use those. And I've got stone skin potions on Cassandra, and she Could never be uses it. Using those as well, like. But yeah, you can go and swap to that. the characters if you're finding your trouble. <laughs> This swap is, to the characters, use the potion, and then swap back. That's what I was doing. And this is part of the problem with the combat. I don't want to swap to other yeah. characters because yes. the game is not mate. Doesn't yes, it's so not lend engaged, itself The to combat's that sort not engaging enough. Well, it's and they've each character has so many different abilities. No, that's fine. And so fine. then you're trying to learn each character's ability and how each character fights. Uh, they've all got lots of abilities and stuff. If anything, it could be more abilities oh, to the okay. things. But the thing, the problem is, is issuing those. It's kind of the, what, the problem with the combat. Issuing right, those yeah, commands. Right, issuing the commands. It's too yeah. hard. It's too, too cumbersome. Yeah. The changing of perspective as you bounce around the battlefield. Oh, I never bothered is, to do that. I just swapped to the other characters. Well, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, he stops this character over here and he's looking at the enemy from a different way and the battlefield looks different. You can't keep your orientation <laughs> yeah. to then issue the... Correct. This is just my yeah. problem with this is part of the thing I'm going at. Anyway, the, <laughs> the barbarians were interesting in Hakon, okay. I have to say. I thought at the start, I'm like, oh, these are just um, north of the wall barbarians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they have a very nice take on them. Okay. And like with most of the Dragon Age, it's not unique, but it's a good take. Yes. Particularly their augurs, which is like their, their, their mages yeah, and their the way mages, they yeah. interact and use their spirits in their. Very I good. picked up a little bit of that from the books I've been reading as well. Oh, what Dragon Age books? Yeah, there's Dragon okay. Age books spread all over the place, and the, like particularly the because the fir, the previous Inquisitor was the start of the Chantry, so then there's some yeah. Chantry people there, and they've left journals and stuff. So it's okay. really interesting. Oh. So they've done that quite well. Okay. I just yep. think they've not done it well enough to make up for all the other. Things in there. All the other things yep. in there. Yep. But I'm now fully prepared to admit that it's mostly my fault for not going straight to the good barbarians to talk to them. Well, I figure I want to stick with the good stuff because I think yeah. the main story part. So I think anybody that hasn't done this DLC yet that's listening to this, yeah, go and talk to the good barbarians straight away. Yeah, I, I think so. That. And like most of the side quests were okay. They weren't amazing. The one with the Orlesian guy, the animal-loving guy. Oh, yes. One I've was, found him. I haven't done his quest yet. That was the worst quest in the whole thing. That that actually, I went, oh, that was just lame. <laughs> but uh, all the other bits were um, were quite good, if not, maybe not memorable, but they were still interesting. And the yeah. main story was, was good. I enjoyed that. That was fine. Um, so I don't have much more to say on that until, we t- until you finish the story. We can talk a bit about that. Okay. What about The Descent? How much have you played of that? No, only about an hour. Okay, so you've but got to do the first all my problems levels. with Joys of Hakon are gone. It feels like it's a totally encapsulated DLC. Yeah, yep. It feels like it's a different to what you've already done. It's not just more of the same. It's actually a new area. It plays differently. You've got different enemies. Yep. It really feels encapsulated. I'm really looking forward to getting back into that. Yes, yes. I have to say that was the best looking deep roads we've seen okay. in the game. Yeah. Some of the wonders and stuff you see as you go down through the levels yep. was really good. And it's definitely more of a – that's actually a good point. Both of these, and particularly the Descent, fit in well chronologically for being after the main campaign. Yes. Like there's actually a conversation in there where you mentioned defeating Corypheus. I'm not sure if, if you can do this out of order. And no, apparently the change. conversation changes based on whether you finish the game okay. or not. Okay, at least yeah. when I went in there, I felt 100% like this makes perfect sense for me this to be here as an Inquisition, yeah. helping these people out, keeping because I got all this power, like what do you do yeah, after yeah. the you, main guy's done? Yeah. I'm now helping the dwarves with their yeah. emergency. Um, I like the story. Yep. I liked, liked, actually, I liked a lot about this. 
up until the very end. Okay. I haven't got to the very okay, end Okay, so yet. that'll be interesting. The particular last boss fight just showed me exactly what is wrong with the combat in the okay. game. Okay, yeah. Because it could have been yeah. better. And, but yeah. I feel... So I haven't I haven't done enough of the descent yet to really see what the equipment's like, but I feel that that is that is fulfilling what I believe is the role of DLC. Yeah. Exactly like you said, you feel like it's appropriate that you're playing it after you finish the main story. Yeah. Whereas the Jaws of Hakon, um, I could be playing that in the middle of the it game could and doesn't be. really care. It does still at least I think the conversation still fitted to be yeah. afterwards. Okay. Like it didn't feel yeah. out of place. It could have been it's a little bit timeless maybe. Yeah. But it didn't feel like I was somehow now. You know, yeah, but I, I haven't felt like I'm just doing more of the same with the descent. Whereas with yeah, that, Jaws of Akon, it's just yeah, another map that could yeah. have been anywhere in the. Oh, and yep. the war table, I like. Yeah, the war table was. I'm so far away from the war table. I don't. I don't know whether I should be going back to Skyhold to catch in my war table things or keep running around the. What is it? The. Where is the Jaws of Hakon set? It's in the marshes or somewhere. Oh, and the hinterland, here are the hinterlands, isn't it? No, down south. It's down south. Yeah, but it's, it's uh, not the hinterlands. It's something else. I can't think what it is. Frost, 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 spine. Frost. Yeah, that's Sorry. it. Sorry. Yeah. Frostback. Frostbine. Frost something. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've, I forget where I was going with that. Something about <laughs> something about the well, war the, table. The war table. The yeah. war table was a fine little addition for that area. It felt more appropriate to have these ex, these missions that you unlock as you go down, and then the war table for that is actually in the same location. Yeah, um, yeah, that's in the know, descent. Yeah, in the descent, rather yeah. than in the main. If I remember correctly, the main back Inquisition. To all and the time. It still lacked that connection, though. Um, because like when you unlock one of these things, you don't remember what it was. Yeah, what it was that made you unlock it. Unlock it. And, yeah. And again, I easily fixed with the journal, with the war table journal. Well, even the icon on the map could say what mission it's for. Yeah. And give you a link back. Yeah. To it, and I would also please can we have some map notes? Yes. So I can map out and say I have explored this one. I've yeah. explored this one because you come back after. Well, that should that should be a different color because you're sticking pins. In the map, into the wood on the table. That's clearly what they're doing. Yeah, but like, why wouldn't they use different coloured ones when they've done it? So yeah, it's maybe. easy to look at it and say all the red ones are done. I don't need to look at the red ones anymore. I've already been through. I look at all the black ones. Something. Yeah, it's frustrating. I like mm. I like the concept of the war table. I yep, think they absolutely. just they eighty percent of it, and they didn't. Yeah, I think they didn't get the last twenty percent. That could be just yeah, more in just improved. It doesn't need to be removed. That's a really good. No, I really like really it. good concept. It felt a little bit limited in the descent. It felt like everything I could pick was pretty much just have my soldiers do it. Okay. Yeah. Or I guess because, like you, because you're excavating down. Like, yeah. what's Liliana going to do down, with her down, scouts? Doesn't down. make sense. Are you going to pay some dwarven yeah. guys to do it? Who you're already helping out. Yeah. yeah. So at least it, I guess in that sense, it felt like it fit perfectly in the world. Yeah. Like, but even if it was the same choice every time. Yeah. Uh, so I did like the the war table. It's a little bit linear, but it has some nice little. Um, exploration breakout bits like okay. you can go down between the levels by like jumping down the sides of cliffs and things okay so look out for those you go through there's probably three or four of them okay little exploration sort of, areas yeah you might see stuff off and you're like oh can I get down there and yes you can you die okay. and you hurt yourself because it's a big jump yes, but you, you can know, get down there it kind of tried to give you some exploration and finding nooks and crannies yeah while still basically making it a plunge yeah, to the down, end down deeper and down 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 yeah Sort of thing. Um, mm, and so I really just want to complain about the final boss, but right, I'll keep you it can't myself. do it yet. No. <laughs> so you've finished them. So now, how have you found? Yeah. Uh, has something now happened that lets you do the last one? I think there's just a war table thing. I think. Well, it, I couldn't find I, it. I think as soon as I went into the game, it said 
go and do something at the water for trespasser. I'm okay. See, I haven't got that yet. That hasn't happened to me because I didn't know how I would get into trespasser, which confused me. Maybe, I, maybe it hasn't. I've just missed it. Could be. There was. I had quite a bit of stuff on the water table. And, and yeah, it's a whole lot of new stuff. stuff. Yeah, with all the DLC I had. That's what it was. Like all that DLC stuff. So six or seven pieces. new things to do on the water table. Yeah, I was like, oh, and it was just like collect, collect, collect. Oh, okay. Yeah, which would have been nice if I had a water table journal. So I knew what, yeah. what was new and what it was related to and oh. all the stuff I just hadn't done before. Yes, actually, that brings me... So when I started playing this, when I jumped back into Inquisition, the first thing I did was went and looked and seen uh, what mods were available Okay. Yes. for the game just to get a gist. So these are the ones that I installed. Uh, quicker looting, so no loot animations. Oh, yes. I love. And it just basically flashes, flashes up the take all screen yep. and then just goes away automatically. So as yep. you're running around picking up herbs, you can just loot it as you run past. Oh, nice. It, I can't express. Yeah, that's annoying picking plants. How much I love this one. <laughs> oh, it's just to be the way. It, it, if it's not in the start of the game, you should be able to upgrade to something yeah, like yeah. that to make it It should easier. have been an upgrade from the from the power thing that sure. you get. They've got the mechanic in there already. I think that would be yeah. super, super smart because that sucks. Um, I changed the font to a gothic font. Oh. I Because the, the UI in Dragon Age I find is a little bit too clean and modern. Okay. You know, like it's sort of... Well, like if you look at, say, Baldur's Gate UI, right, it's all bespoke and yes. you know, the pages look like pages out yes. of a journal, yes, like that do. full skeuomorphism thing. And that... I can appreciate it's difficult to work with and it's difficult to scale to different resolution screens and things. Clean lines that you just draw on the screen, nice and easy to scale. It's yes. easier to build. I appreciate that. But when I put that gothic, the gothic font on it, I'm like, oh, my God. Suddenly it's much better. I'm in Dragon Age, you know. I'm right, in, a, in the okay. past, you know. Yeah. It's something silly, but I, I love that font. Okay. Just, just having that made a big difference for me. Um, search radius increase. Yes. 100% radius. It's basically what it, on your mini-map. Yeah, yeah, the bing. It goes out the bing. full bing, full thing. Yeah. The full mini-map okay. range. And it leaves the, keeps the highlighted duration on to 16 seconds rather than oh, five. okay, yeah. And it ignores line of sight issues. Oh. So basically you hit the bang and you see everything, everything that's available. Everything you can find. Yeah. So you often, it was interesting, saw a lot of herbs that were unfarmable because they were stuck, stuck inside, inside other things. things. Yeah. Saw probably some things that I shouldn't see early, like so you can see through closed doors. Yeah. So that wasn't so great. But just being able to hit the button and see everything, yeah. Yeah. again, let me upgrade it from where it was to 100% thing because it was so much more enjoyable when I can click the button and see what's around me and then pot a little path and go, do, 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 pick them all up. Pick them all up. And I'm yeah. away and I'm going again. Yep. So what I ended up doing was I set my mouse software to press the search button every three seconds. <laughs> so as I was just running around, I'm just and pinging ding. out. Yeah, I do that things. too. I automatically just do it. And it's annoying. Once I remembered it, I just Why? started going ping, like, ping. How is ping, that a fun part ping. of the game to do? It's not. Like this was. I, but it's I would not say, bad. It's not tedious. It's just a little. And it, but ping. Was, it could be bigger. I think this was like ping. I went. Oh, I could. This is a great mechanic. I actually enjoy it ping. rather than being this is super annoying. That's what it was. It was this ching. Ping. I, have, I first put it on like 200 milliseconds, yeah. which is about like as long as it takes to, to, yeah. to go, but that was way, uh, got that was way overkill. Way. Yes. Three seconds was just the right Hold amount on. of time. So when you leave combat, there's enough time for you to put your, your weapon away and go back and then you run find mode, all the loot. and then you find yeah. all the loot. Yeah. Well, uh, it was interesting because in, um, in the Descent they have the bloody cogs that you got to collect oh, to yes. unlock the doors. Yes. Um, 
And with this thing, I found all of them except for one that I had to go on the internet and look for. Uh-huh. But that's why I did. That's why I did it was because I could actually felt like I had a decent chance of doing it without okay. trudging over every centimeter, yeah. pressing it, and then not getting it to come up because it's slightly oh, yeah. not on the line of sight. Yeah. You know, if this one just didn't go through closed doors that were supposed to be closed, closed it would be better. I don't give you great. Just get, let me spend my points on it. Yeah. If I want to not play that part of the game, yeah. don't make me play that part of the game. Yeah, let me take it out. Yeah. What's I think that would be great. So I really love that one. That was a great one. The other two I installed were to do with the camera. Okay. So the first one was the first person zoom, which I took off because it doesn't work very well. But let you basically just scroll into first person view with okay. your character. Yeah. Which when you load into the game and you're at Skyhold, yeah. and you turn around and look at Skyhold. It's huge. Okay. It like you go, wow. Yeah, if if big. I was walking through the gates of Skyhold, this is an impressive sight. Right. So I, I like I wish first person was in there just so I can get close to things and see what they look like or get a sense of my surroundings. Yeah. I think it'll be a big addition, but it doesn't work very well. So I installed that one. What I left on there though was infinite infinite zoom for scrolling out. Let's just scroll the oh, camera out wow. like like, again, way <laughs> further than you should ever scroll out. Okay. Um, but again, on Skyhold, you can zoom out and you see you the see entirety the of the castle yeah. sitting on the um, on the mountainside. Oh, wow. And it looks amazing. Yeah. When I was in the descent, there's a point where you get from out of the tag sort of into the deeper roads yeah. and you sort of hit the cliff and it's sort of like really compressed vertical space yeah. hitting out into a massive chamber with all these statues and stuff all around it. Put the camera around and just zoomed out, uh, and you're this tiny little slit on this massive yeah. cliff, and just gave you a great sense of the space, and uh, really made me appreciate how much all. work went into these zones and environments and stuff. You know, so that one I kept on. What was interesting about it, if I went two clicks further back than say like the farthest you can normally go, yeah, nearly all of the special effects from my spells and stuff were not visible anymore. Oh wow! And things like that. It was okay. and like you start seeing a lot of pop out and and item degradation yeah. and things like that. So I'm wondering if the reason you can't zoom out and that's further, why they limited it. Uh, and your camera hits on everything. Like it's always getting smacked onto things and knocked <laughs> forward. So I wonder if it's a graphics detail thing as well as just the camera in third person because because Frostbite's not a third person yeah. game yeah. that that camera has to be so close because it just bumps into everything yep. otherwise and it's just annoying so I did end up playing mostly on the on the normal zoom I don't understand how a camera that's not really there can get stuck <laughs> on things that aren't really there I know I've never understood that it's just a, I guess the game just can't handle making those things invisible and not yeah. there so either they've got to be there or they're not there. Yeah. Okay. To then say to put it conditionally like you're there unless, unless the, camera's the camera's behind you. This, yeah. you know, I don't think it's easy to do. And it, maybe right. it would be if the game was designed for a third person. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see how um how it goes in Anthem. But yeah. that's going to be a frostbite third person game. Maybe they've sorted that out by now. You'd hope so. Yeah. What you can't zoom out though, unfortunately, with this, this mod is in the tactical view mode, which so desperately needs it for that to be a right. viable way yes. of playing. Is it's just not, is it? It's terrible. It just, Tat- it's not even fun. No, it's it's, it's more fun mm. to have three quarters of your party die and then try and use that remaining party member to keep it going. I actually found that heaps more fun. You don't keep uh you don't keep like life uh, life ward bombs on all your characters. Yeah, yeah, and then you try and use that to bring everyone back to life or whatever. You know what you That's do, heaps though. more fun than actually going, oh, I'm in trouble now. Let yeah. me stop the game 
and strategize then, this a bit better. Yeah. It's, it's just not fun. No, it's not. And I love that sort of gameplay and that's not fun. Yeah, normally I do yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Normally, had- normally what I would do, like, I actually played um, with keyboard and mouse. Okay. My first playthrough I played purely controller and it's definitely heavily skewed towards the controller. Controller, yeah. Um, yeah. But what I invariably end up doing is I'd use the life ward bomb and then press space to unpause, which uh, makes me jump, yes. and then i jump. Yep. Oh, shit. Okay, life ward, bang, uh, unpause. Uh, yeah, jump again. Stop hitting. And I can't not have spaces jump either. So, like, there was no winning with that situation. Yep. I was just yep. forever hitting jump, <laughs> unpause. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, with those... With those mods, like the search radius was great for for farming, for finding all the, the little, all the little bits and pieces, particularly those cogs was fun. I went back and, and I actually found them all because I felt like I had the tools at my disposal to do it. Yeah, The infinite zoom was just great to appreciate the, um, the spectacle, of, spectacle the game. of the games. Yeah, it definitely yeah. saw some things you're not supposed to. If you get out too far, eventually the water disappears. Okay. And stuff like that. That was that was fun. But like, yeah, even like the barbarians live along the along a cliff face. Yep. And when you get to zoom out from the cliff base and see you them see all living up along, it's like, oh, wow, yeah. that's pretty rugged space to be living in, especially with that water and wind hitting the cliff face like yeah. that. You sort of can appreciate it a little bit more. And quick looting. Oh, man, you know I'm sick of looting. Yes. At least it's made it tolerable. Yep. Yeah, I just wish it had um, the same log, like a better log of what comes yeah. into your inventory. Could yeah. be a lot better in this one as well. And again... Just put it all into a log, chronological, and then yep. just search through it. This yep. could definitely have the same thing same that thing. would make it yeah. a lot nicer. So if you're playing on PC, I would recommend all of those mods. I don't think there's anything to be lost. And if I played through again, I'd definitely have them all enabled. Yeah. I'd be much more... Uh, maybe that's why I didn't mind maybe even the um, uh, the Jaws of Hack on map because I could zoom out a couple of times and, then and you get could a see how to my, get around what you were stuck on. Like, yeah. oh, that shard's up there. Okay. I just zoom out a bit. Oh, I see that. I've got to go. I've got to go all the way around there. It was the Tevinta Temple that I particularly got bothered at, where the, the research has gone off. To the, so you rescue the little researcher, yeah. Colette. Yeah. And she goes off to the, the Tevinta Temple. And she runs off in one direction. And if you follow her in that direction, you get onto the lower ledge, the lower platform of the Tevinta mm. Temple. But there's no way from that level to get to the upper level where she is no so somehow she's miraculously got up there even yeah. though you followed her I ended up and there's absolutely no way to get up there from that side swamp I think yeah and Instead, you have to go through the swamp and then come back, back around the other side, side of the of mountain it. yeah and then it's quite impressive yes but uh, it could really just, just have a couple of marks on the map to say this yeah. is where you got note from Colette yeah. go up here go to up get here. to the temple yeah oh yeah Thank you, and rather than just make me find it myself. Yeah. It's yeah a little, really I do remember not. that bothered me in the original in my original playthrough as well. Yeah. It's like half the mountain is completely untraversable, and the other half is this nice gentle slope up to the top of it. They need to work so out some just way. Tell me, I've got to go around the other side. I don't I don't necessarily I don't necessarily want to be told just go here, just go there either. But I feel there needs to be something more than what they don't give you anything. It just needs to be visually more obvious yes. that you can't, you cannot go this way. Paths to be it's more not visually, and, and they've hidden stuff that you can get to in mm. areas that otherwise look like they're impassable. So they encourage you to ignore their mm. graphics that look like they're impassable. Mm. So don't do that. It confuses, doesn't if it? If the stuff know? is impassable, make yeah. it impassable, and don't hide shit. Yeah. In a little crack between the two impossible bits. I have to say, that's one thing I liked about Mass Effect. It didn't have a lot of that sort of stuff. No, it didn't have 
Very, and very. Maybe and they couldn't because and they didn't have stupid jump. jumping puzzles in a game that the engine is not designed. Oh. The amount of times my character would shuffle on his feet on the edge of a edge of a branch or the edge of yeah. a wall. I'm going, stop effing moving so I can make the next jump, and then oh, he slides off. Yeah, yeah the, the movement in that the game engine is, is not good enough for the jumping puzzles that they put in it. It is though, because it definitely did it in Mass Effect. It didn't feel that way. No, it didn't feel that way in Mass Effect, but so it really feels, that there really feels like it in Dragon yeah, Age Inquisition. Oh man, it's, it's definitely, yeah, when you're on the horse, as long as you're going straight, yeah. it's great, no problems, but do not try to do yeah, anything else because yeah. you just end up. Well, I ended up gaming the game with the jumping puzzles, yeah. and I'd, as I fell off, I'd swap to another character, oh, and so sometimes that character had already completed the jump that I wasn't unable to yes. make. So that was really good. Yes. Once I remembered that. Because I was doing that in my first playthrough as well. Once I remembered that that's what I had to do, yep. I then just went, oh, yeah, okay, swap, swap, swap. swap. Okay, he's done it. Now the others can all just catch up and I'll keep going with this one. Clever, clever. That's good. That's good. Definitely. Now, jump, don't jumping puzzles in games that don't. Yeah, good that aren't designed for jumping. Oh, yeah, painful. And that's, problem why, that's, a, that's one of my problems why the tactical mode doesn't work because the character can't turn on the spot. It has to, like drive around yes you know what I mean like I yeah. can't just stand and pivot yeah it seems it's got which a, you can do well yeah a real human being can stand, stand and, pivot. and pivot but so when you try to say go over here it's got to like do this oh running yeah. around you know and then it's got turn circle of like a Cadillac or something <laughs> oh and you reminded me of something else yeah. by saying that suddenly all the ability upgrades have two choices I don't know why you're talking about running around in a circle and pivoting reminded yeah. me that in the skill tree, all the upgrades to the abilities now have two choices. I'm really glad you say that because I saw that and looked and went, oh, that's really cool. I can pick either. That's like, brand new. Direction. That wasn't there before. <laughs> okay. I thought I was, I thought I'd completely like forgotten a whole part no, of that. No, that's brand new. Okay. And it really changes the way some of the powers work. That, that's great. If that's new, that's yeah, that was, a really good addition. Yeah. I enjoy And this, ah, uh, yes. See, now what I want, oh, yeah, this is one thing I've been thinking about with the whole combat situation, right? Get rid of the tactical using my abilities thing. Yeah. What I want, I'm the commander of the squad. I want to be able to issue squad commands. Yeah. And some of that stuff should be, hey, guys, change all of your power abilities from the single target focus to the DPS or to yeah, the area of effects. Area of effects, yeah. And be able to, before the battle starts, you know, yeah. of course, lock those changes in or just quickly, just like a couple of button presses and yeah. I've change their profile and how they work in this particular encounter. And all those little abilities, once you've unlocked them, would make great because you could change yeah, the way yeah. the character works. Yeah. Well, you can do that with the AI, but it requires a hell of a lot of maintenance. Yeah. Because I each think... time you unlock a new power, you then need to change all your AI scripting. So you can have the, like Cassandra can be a defender or she can be a scrapper or she can be a bruiser. Like yeah. there's all these pre-generated profiles and then you can custom your profile I need as to well. Be able to- Bring that that part of the tactical stuff needs to come into the into yeah, the into while the, playing it. So when I pause yeah. it, I'm not going to this character and, and saying, saying "Stop being a bruiser now, be a yeah. scrapper." Uh, yeah, you know that's just nice and quick. And uh, the t- whole I've been trying to play with it, try to work, work it how I want it to work. But I want them to follow my target sometimes, but then not in other times. Like yes. sometimes I want. Everyone just to focus on this one guy, and I will go and get that. Yeah, you guys kill the pride demon, and I'll go kill all the little spirit guys that are flinging cold at you. Yeah, yeah. You keep wailing on the pride demon while I'm doing this, but you can't do that. Well, if you can, I haven't worked out an an effective way of doing it because if you turn them off, targeting follow character. Yeah, 
then they're stupid. They don't do anything. They're just no, only they're going to defend. Yeah. And then if I say follow Cassandra and then sort of target Cassandra alone and have the other guys follow her, um, when you don't use in Cassandra, you're going to go change everyone's AI yeah, around. They're still so doing follow stupid. Blackwall yeah. instead. You know, they do really stupid stuff. Yeah. So because like, there is a button on the, when I played PC, I got the all the ability bar up, and there's a button there that says attack my tar- attack yes. target. Yeah, yeah, you can do it on the controller. But it just as well. doesn't. Work very. It doesn't work the way I think it should work. I suppose maybe. Yeah. Well, they swap targets a lot. I've I've found because I'm standing back watching them. Yeah. There's obviously stuff I've got set that like when an enemy's got less than twenty five percent health and when an enemy's got more than seventy five percent health and all that. And there I'm w- be... watching them swapping targets all the time. Yeah. I'm going, guys, way, just no. choose one and kill it till it's dead. That's it. Just focus target. Yeah, focus just focus target. target that's, kill it. And that's really what I want them to do. And then occasionally I want to be able to override that and say, yeah. stick here. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, that uh, wizard up the back, he's actually more dangerous than the Pride Demon, so go and kill the wizard up the back first. Yes. But melee guy, I, but I don't want them... See, this is the thing too. It's not like... I, yeah, I want the, the tank guys here, to tie up the Pride Demon. And I want the range... The other you two other dudes run off and kill that wizard. Yeah, because yeah. you need ranges better because you haven't got to worry about closing in. You yeah. Know? So it's sort of... Um, yeah, I think I want more... I want more tactics in the AI setup and them executing it more than switching to the character and actually... Yeah, and doing the individual thing. That's yeah. still fun, and I enjoy that because you get to play all the classes without having to actually roll on your character. I, th- I think sort of it thing. would... I, th- I think one of my problems with the combat is it would be less annoying and less dull if the enemies weren't such bullet sponges or arrow and sword sponges. They just have too many hit points. Yeah, you could... Ha- <sighs> like, you've got these powers that... Sounds super, super impressive, yeah. and then you hit them, and the you know twenty percent of the health scaling, comes off. isn't it? Comes into play there. You never really get overpowered in the game. It's always yeah, it's always scaling, scaling to be yeah. just a bit harder. That's the same problem that Andromeda had. Yeah, I don't know how you fix that without just putting fixed levels. Well, in you or just something. yeah, do fixed fixed area lock, lock areas. Like um, we said this before, have areas that are level one to ten, mm. and average the monsters out for level seven. So when you're getting up to level seven, you're struggling. Mm. But then, just as you're getting to level ten, you're feeling super powered. You go to the new area. Mm. Now you're feeling underpowered again. I'd much prefer that system. That's what the old RPGs used to do, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I do think that sort of. And then you can change yeah. monsters every ten level brackets. Change the monsters you're fighting. Give you a bit of variety. Yeah, uh, and then. The only thing is you don't want to go back to a, a, start, a starting area and then have them all be just so weak that you just walk past them and they die kind of thing. That's not really fun. Well, you make the story so that you don't have to go back to the starting oh, area at any point. Well, then, no yeah. replaying. You know, that's more of a I don't know what this complaint is about corridor RPGs. Like a corridor RPG lets you write the game appropriately. You know at what point a character is going to be at within roughly 10%, give or take, when they get to this point in the game, if you corridor it. If you make it open world, you've either got to make it so obvious that you're out, you're outclassed by everything having skull and crossbones on it. Mm. This is going to kill you if you even look at it, mm. so don't go in this area. Mm. Run away from this area now, yep. or everything scars at you. So no matter where you go mm. across the whole game, you always feel slightly underpowered. Mm. Or it it's flips a, tiny from being slightly over, underpowered to being slightly overpowered, overpowered which isn't and then really just keeps flipping, which isn't either. No, it's not great. It's, it's a tough. I guess maybe why they haven't. Look, like, okay, I think the reason why people don't like corridor RPGs, the reason I don't like corridor RPGs is maybe because like these RPGs come from like role playing D and D. Yeah, and in that you have unlimited freedom 
You can do whatever you want in it. You don't. Well, it's all artificial. The DM. The DM has a story in mind. Yes. And if the DM's doing a bespoke campaign, he's just going to crowbar the idea he's got into whatever stupid area his party's gone into. And if he's running a module, he's just going to force you to go back to the bit that's written in the module. It's still corridor RPGing. It has to be corridor RPGing for the story to flow the way the story needs to flow. And what were the best bits of Andromeda? The best bits of Andromeda was when it was telling a story and you are locked in to going to certain areas at certain times. Yeah, that's and they're the best bits. It's everything. Every role-playing game. It's best when the guy who's written the game knows exactly what's going to happen from point A to point B to point C to point D and what, how to reveal the story and how powerful the characters are going to be. That's when it works the best. Yeah, okay. It's like, I mean, doing a raid in an MMO where you have a fixed dungeon that you run through. Yeah. It's good. But I don't think it has to be the only. That's not the only enjoyable part of the game. I'm not I don't saying. Think going I'm not saying through, it's the only exploring through the, the areas aren't isn't fun and running around and finding and helping people in the world and stuff. Yeah, as long as I'm not fighting monsters while I'm doing it. It's more like this. So it's more like this. The um, uh, the the battle, the encounters you have on the way to the different things gets cumbersome after a time. Yeah, yeah. You know what annoys Random me about battles. that, right? <laughs> Go away. Regenerating enemies. Yes. Like, I, I think if I go through and kill a bunch of guys, it should take time for them to repopulate themselves. Yes. So if I'm in an area doing stuff, right? You I know should... has candle. You know take candle. And take candle. The kobolds in Goldshire. Oh, God. Just continuously respawning. Yeah, all And you right. kill ten, yep. go into the next room, and nine of the ten are behind you I'll again. Behind you again. Look, yeah. that works for some games. If I'm in a Metroidvania game, that's what I'm expecting. That's right. fine. Yep. But in an RPG... Like and you're right because you get sick of being knocked off your horse and having to get off and dismount and call yeah. it again because the mounting system doesn't yeah very nice but yes if I kill a bunch of spiders how many spiders are in the area before they run away for a week yes afraid of whatever's killing all their friends all yes. the time yes yeah all right I give you that that could be a lot better at least it'll make exploring more fun as you go yeah. through and clear out an area and not yeah. have to worry so much I'm thinking yeah. of a game that actually does that not many do no. Not many do. Wonder why. I mean, MMOs don't do it because they got to they got to grind. You know, the new yes. only person in the space it's built into so it. Yeah, that's just the way that goes. That's but then MMOs often give you a way to get around those groups of mobs, and it's a bit more of a meta game of avoiding yeah avoiding mobs the mobs in the world and stuff like that. Which yeah. is not. I don't think that would work in Dragon Age as well. It would feel really artificial and <laughs> well. No, there was a couple maybe. of areas where you were avoiding giants and dragons and stuff, and you, you did have definitely. To- do that, but yeah. not to the level of an no, 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 nowhere near. It was only like five or six occasions across the whole game. The problem with this one is it's very much in lots of little valleys, so you have to run through yeah. enemies all the time. In other in other spots, I guess something like the hissing waste, there really isn't anything anywhere. Yeah, you can avoid it. All. You yeah, go do what you. You can really just run around. Yeah, and you can find. Well, and you can run away from some of the stuff too. Mm. I would love more of a living world. Like bring that on. I think Guild Wars Two has ruined me for that sort <laughs> of. Um, uh, Things are always happening in the world, and they always feel really alive yeah. and stuff. Yeah. This one again, Hakon didn't have that kind of a feel. Like you run into people occasionally. Yeah, and it wasn't they're fighting like the Hakonites. There's some Inquisition soldiers fighting the Hakonites. Yeah, like as if there's not like a bunch of camps of Hakonites that keeps coming back. As if they're not going back and taking them out. And I should be always helping troops of my guys all over the map. Yeah, to do to protect yeah. areas and stuff. So yeah, more living world would be good for Dragon Age Four. Bring that on. Please. 
I think, but okay, going back to the whole D and D thing, right? Yep. At least in that, you kind of can do stupid things. You can, yeah. And if you've got a creative DM, you can do a lot. And you can't do stupid things in Dragon Age still. No. You but, can't really yeah. jump off things. You can't go and climb up into big passages or anything. It's all kind of blocked off and safe. And yeah. Is there any negative choices you can make for yourself in the game at all? Can what you kill you yourself without like dying in combat? Like, yeah, you can jump off things and die. Yeah. A couple of things, but it's sort of even trying to get over the railings in the bases in up in the trees is not easy. And if you do it on your horse, you, you survive. But I mean, like, okay, in Leisure Suit Larry, in the first one, yep. right? If you do something at the very start, like you flush the, the password, was it? You, you flush the toilet. Do you die, do you? Yeah, you drown. <laughs> you're locked into the cubicle and it fills up with water and you drown. You know, stuff like that. Not so much that you died and then you reset the whole game. That's kind of, I guess, not very fun. But some negative consequences. I, I, don't know, I was reading a story the other day when, um, about bad bad DM groups from yeah. the DM's perspective and like they were talking about eating or drinking demon's blood kind okay. of thing like, you know yeah. will this kill me yeah it's probably not good for you yeah I think you should drink it anyway I think you should, maybe you should just water it down with some alcohol <laughs> you know and the DM's like what are you guys doing to me you know you idiots but like my favourite D&D know. stupidity story yeah you know the hand of Vecna and the eye of Vecna Two no, really powerful artifacts in D&D okay. that come from Gary Gygax's own world. Oh, okay. And yeah, to yeah. put the hand of Vecna on, you cut your own hand off. Excellent. And you put the hand of Vecna on the stump and it grafts on. Awesome. And so this, these guys found the, the head of Vecna. Mm. And the DM, the, the story the DM oh, were telling, excellent. three of them cut their own heads head off, off before they realized it wasn't going to work. Oh, my God. <laughs> It wasn't the head of Vecna at all. Oh, it was just some some random. dude had sold him some piece of rubbish, and three of them cut their heads off. Fantastic! What, were they going to share the one head among yeah. three of them or something? Oh no! The first one didn't work. I oh, must have, we must have done something wrong, wrong. with the first okay. guy. We must solve this problem. Let's cut your head off. It's going to be really powerful when it works. Let's cut your head off and tick it on you. You better Probably. tank the rest oh, of it. No problems. Didn't work that time. Either. We're doing something wrong. Did the last guy just cut his own head off? <laughs> Very funny. Nice. Uh, yes, crazy. Oh, I had something else there. Crazy stuff you can do. Well, and yeah, the the mm. I think another thing that would be interesting, which you've brought up before, is like companions really having opinions, and you know, if you go against their opinions enough, that they leave the party and stuff like that. There was. Is there anything in Inquisition like that? Because I'm thinking the original ones. You yeah, the original one people would leave. I think if yeah. you if. You got too far away from their moral compass, they, they left. Then they started going back to the Knights of the Old Republic thing yeah. where if you were evil, that just made all of them evil as well Yeah. rather okay. than they left the party. party. I think I kind of understand that because it is really disappointing that if you want to keep all your party members, that you do have to behave a certain way. That's a little bit restrictive, whereas you can behave however the heck you want, but your party members are going to copy you. That's kind of... Mm. Maybe a little bit better way to do it, but I don't know. Yeah, I kind of that's like the consequences maybe of yeah. I say that and I go same thing. Yeah, negative traits that would be awesome. But yeah, then real I, consequences do I really of your choices. Want the negative things to happen to my character. Yeah, I, I lose ten stamina. I don't because what I like about I was going to say with Hakon, I got the shards again. You got to like yeah, find yeah, shards and collect yeah. the shards, and yeah. I really enjoyed that. That was really fun. And then I like that it unlocks the door and you get like a special reward. And if yeah. I remember correctly, in the main game, that gave you like permanent 
stat yeah. boost. Yeah, you know? it did. Yeah. What if you collect 10 dodgy shards uh, and it like blows a door open and you yeah. lose some of the stuff? But I guess I would go like, I spent a lot of time collecting all yeah, those no shards way. and then it wasn't the right thing and it would yeah. annoy me to death. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just well, not the right thing to have in a something game. Something that kind of, kind of linked to what you're talking about mm. in Jade Empire, mm. the guy that makes you eat the food. Remember that? I've I only played like an hour of it oh. so far. I only just sort of just played a little bit it's just to see what it was. Fabulous game. It's I'm wonderful. enjoying it. Okay, so you you meet this restaurant too. It's all Chinese demons and stuff. Yeah. Weird stuff. And like I think it's in Act Three, you meet this restaurateur mm. and he forces you in order to do his quest or in order to unlock something special, for some reason you've got to eat this food and you've mm. got to choose the food to eat and it Blast your ability points, your like your stats. Oh. So you've got to choose the right food to match the stats that you've got remaining on your character. Oh. It's really cool. Interesting. Like so, you got a massively high constitution, so you eat the constitution food. Yeah. And then that knocks ten off your constitution. So oh. now you've only got a constitution of eight or whatever. Yeah. So then you've got to get the food to get your intelligence and wisdom down. It's really, it's a, a really interesting concept. I thought it was. I thought it was very experimental. Cool. It was, but game. it worked. Mm. I reckon it really worked. I really enjoyed Jade Empire. Remind what I played of it really reminded me more of like The Witcher two and three than it did a Bioware of any of the other Bioware stuff. Game, okay, you know, kind of thing. Just the way the timings of your attacks and stuff, and the way the the targeting and oh right, yeah. Well, see, I always moves and stuff is very. I always used the thousand cuts, so I was always just going. I can't even tell you what what. And then occasionally a slowed down time. Like the when you fought fight John Cleese. You haven't finished it, have you? So you haven't, no, met, no. you haven't met John Cleese with a musket. So <laughs> I had to slow down time to beat him. Okay. Because otherwise he just shot you in the head and killed you instantly no matter it's how strong you were. Definitely hard, man. I, that yeah. first battle on the beach against the, the Yeah, yeah, Mexico, with the cannonballs. That was yeah. I That's tough. It took me like four goes and then I and then you thing I've noticed about this playthrough, one of the things is you start to notice the little things that they They've gotten rid of that were not so fun. Like you lose a little bit of health, so you run all the way back to the te- to the little temple thing, so you yeah. can recharge your health again and yeah. stuff. And the lack of yeah. decent checkpointing, yeah, and stuff. And yeah. you're like, ah, uh, but no, it's worse than some of the other ones that I played. Let not so much Jade Empire necessarily, but yeah, yeah just. Uh, yeah, well, that's like old school PlayStation 2 kind of times yeah. when you couldn't save anywhere because the thing just couldn't save the game. Mm. Going back to the Commodore 64, yeah, there were games that you couldn't save at all. Yeah, I remember playing one game with my friend and we started up to like 6 a.m. in the morning wow. playing this game because you couldn't save it. Wow. There was no save point. It was like an eight-hour long yeah. game. We didn't finish it either. We just wasted all that time. Damn. It was really good. You were running through this temple. Yep. Yeah, but it was just, yeah. No save points. And then they had the save points where they were just checkpoints and sometimes they were too far apart. Uh, yeah. Nowadays, they should just be able to save all the time. It still doesn't, though. And then you just delete all your saves that you don't need when you don't need them. Well, keep 10 running save points going. Yeah, and then just keep all my manual saves and we'll all be happy. Yeah, so like, maybe have five saves that go every two minutes mm. and then every 10 minutes it makes another save mm. and then has five of them. So you can go back an hour. An hour of real time. That'd and, be really good, actually. Yeah, because I—that's what I hate mm. when you play. Like Final Fantasy Twelve did this to me. It was so easy all the time until you got to a serious fight, but you didn't know you were about to get to a serious fight. So I lost seven hours of gameplay once because I just got complacent. 
because I could f- I could be everything. Mm. And then I met one of the Final Fantasy Uber boss dudes. That just yep. they're just sitting there on the world map, and you got no idea that they're uber dangerous. And killed me. And last save game was seven hours ago, and I oh, I was not is happy. Not part of the game. No, manage it's that not. For me. Yeah, it should manage that for you exactly. Yeah. You should be able to save if you want to, because yep. you think you're about to try something dodgy or just fun. Yeah. You know, you want to mess around with it. And but like an architect on Vold, for example, when you freeze to death <laughs> while you're trying to fight the damn thing. Uh, yes. Yes. Times like that. I think they've fixed the checkpoints now and actually checkpoints it as you as you fight, as you fight each phases. section. Yeah. Uh, as it should. Yeah, and as it should have in the first place. Yeah, that's what Jade Empire didn't do. I got through like to that last lot of fights. Yeah, and it went right back to the start of the yeah, fight. Like, yes. oh, okay, one of those. But yes. I think what annoyed me about it was that it was like I got through the first two phases fine. Yeah. And the last one just killed me like it's the cannibals. Away. The and cannibals like, are brutal in that the fight. The cannibals are, but mine was like the the ghost guy with like the she sort out like lots of little like I don't know ice shards or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Just. Took me out in like a few seconds, and I'm just like, I don't yeah. Even... Particularly if you're not playing Tiger Shen, the super health character. Oh, yeah. No, I think my, I can't think of what bars the, I think the Lotus middle bar is the longest one on mine. Oh yeah, that's the same character I played, Lotus Blossom or something. Okay. Who's all about the speed? Yeah, I just couldn't find a good strategy that worked. It wasn't like telegraph. The game wasn't telling me like. No, he was for, tough for an introduction yeah. mission. It was he like, was oh. tough. Well, it was a for introduction boss. He was the first yeah. boss. He was very tough. Once I got through the three ghosts, he died pretty quickly, I think. I don't know how. I somehow... Oh, no, he, no, no, no. The guy comes and kills him at the end. Yeah, yeah. So your master yeah, does. That's right. Yeah. Once I got the, the shooty guy down by sort of cheesing it a bit, yeah. I think I managed to get um, him to attack my companion. Okay, yeah. And then I just... Killed like, Ornstar. Here, look at her. Yeah, She's pretty exactly. cool. <laughs> yeah, so then I killed one of the other guys and then came, then I came back around and just yeah. shook him with my difficult attacks. And yeah. Whatnot. Interesting timing sort of... It's more... It's more of a fighting game RPG rather than a, like a tactical. Yeah, yeah. RPG. It's an action RPG, action. not a tactical RPG. Is that what you call yeah. an action? It's because I think Dragon Age is an action RPG. It's not really a tactical RPG either, but it's not a fighting game where timing matters. No. Where okay. your ability is more about you doing. So to me, like when you use timings to fight, then you're looking at a fighting game. Yeah, it's okay. All about yeah, the timings yeah. of using counterattacking and yeah, watching for their and openings and yeah. And then it's like, yeah, obviously action RPG-ish as well in there, obviously, as well. Mm. We're rambling. We're just completely rambling now. Yeah. We've gone off on a massive tangent. tangent on not thing I, well, I, just, I guess mostly for me it's like because I've been playing all these games, looking at how they all play a little bit Yeah, how they all work they, compared to each other. Yeah, and yeah. how refined or unrefined it is. Man, Baldur's Gate 2, that was tough. I, I never played Baldur's Gate 2. Oh, okay. I played. I went, jumped into the Throne of Baal because I've only played the expansion a couple of times. Yeah. And I got to like the second fight and just got roasted. Yes. Like absolutely, completely roasted. And I'm like, oh, this is really hard. And interestingly enough, uh, the fighters don't have any abilities, which is I found it was just so bizarre. Like you don't yeah, have yeah, no, they just skills fight. or anything. I was no. like, oh. They just fight. That's right. Yeah, yeah, they just fight. They really were. You were just... Because I always remember just playing the magicians in that game. And yeah, I didn't you had all the spells why. to choose from. It's because that's the only ones that you really play. Everything else, yeah, you everything just else basically you just say, go kill that. Fight. Stand in front of that sure and kill it. They've got enough arrows in their inventory. Yeah. Thank God we got rid of consumable arrows as being oh, needed. No, yeah. I know it's like a massive 
continuity issue, but yeah. God. Yeah, it's so managing boring that. managing arrows. That's the <sighs> most boring thing. Make me manage magic arrows. I'm happy with that, but don't just manage normal arrows. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. So, uh, and it's like making you have to sharpen your sword after every fifteen swings. That's that's which technically, young. in reality, you have to do. Yeah, because your sword starts getting blunt. It's more like The Witcher. It's like more right. like that, I suppose. Yeah. It's super ba- being super prepared for yeah. your fights, yeah. and using sharpening stones and stuff. To yeah, make sure you're getting ready before you do the fight. Fight top notch yeah. kind of thing. Um, see. Yeah, the Witcher definitely, I think, falls more in the fighting area because all yeah. three of them have all had that, the idea of timing being part yeah. of how you do the combat kind of thing. And why, and why Inquisition is so boring because you don't have the tacticalness no. of like what was in It's just spam, 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 spam. You're uh, spamming your attack. That's all you're doing. The auto attack button, right? Yeah. That, I think they added it in to the game. Only time for single player is rubbish. It Between, okay, so if I'm, if I'm, do my abilities right. The animation goes down. My stuff hits the ground. Boom! Yep. Lightning goes off. Yeah, that's because your holding... third strike is something fancier than your first two. That's why. No, no, sorry. If I use just use an ability, so I'm just hitting hitting the guy, right? Yeah, yeah. And then I but use my ability like strike. with lightning. Now your third strike with your staff. Yes. Will always be a magical ability. I understand that. Okay. That's not what I'm getting at though. Okay. I probably shouldn't use lightning. Maybe I should use no. fireball or whatever. It is. Like uh-huh. you, you have this spell animation go off. Yes. Right, and then if you're holding the attack button down, yep. the staff kind of swings back around and boom, fluidly back into my normal attack. Bang, yep. bang, bang, and then you know, do a swirl and slam yep. it down. With the auto attack, you auto attacking, yep. use the ability, you know, yep. missiles yep. go off, yep. fire in, staff comes back to the resting yep. animation, like I'm actually like And then stopped. starts again. And then... Uh, do, oh, that's pretty poor. Like, I'm just missing out on three shots there because yeah, because like, you're doing something weird. Why it's so yeah. stodgy, Tony? It's so stodgy. Oh, it's the least, my least, definitely my least favorite part of the game. Yeah, the combat. It's tolerable. The not. exploration is quite fun. The story is quite fun. I love doing the, the cre- character the stuff. Is quite Astrarium. fun. Astrarium. Yes, I love doing those again. Okay, I got kind of yeah. bored with them. Yeah. That's why I said, like, because it's been two years since I played it, I'm like, yeah, oh, everything you want these? Again. Yeah, all yeah, right, we're doing yeah. it. We'll go well, I'll spend the time finding those stupid shard things. Yeah, and yeah, looking through, the, things and- looking through the guy's skull. Yep. His oh. head's been cut off while he's still alive. It shakes while you're using the mouse, though. It's oh, weird. Oh, does it? Okay. I don't know. I didn't pop my controller back in to see if it's a new mechanic, but it was really smooth on the controller. On the PC, it's, like, shaking all over the place. Oh, no, it's really smooth on the mine. Yeah, it was weird, but... I, at least there was only four on each one, so it wasn't like spending half an hour trying to find that last yeah. shard. And yep. the rewards probably weren't worth it. <laughs> there was probably some gear that I didn't equip because I'm like, ah, yeah, I don't no, care at all. Like, too hard to work Just out put it into the put storage container yeah. and sell yeah. the grey stuff and yeah. and be done with it. Yeah. Ah, well. So uh, next week we will do Trespasser. Yeah. I'll finish. I'll actually make some time. I'll do my homework, I promise, this time. Smash through that smash story. Smash it through. You're yeah. not missing much on the side quests with hacking, and I don't think you'll really... I'm a completionist. All right. Well, yeah. Like, I'm not going to do the side yeah, quests. Yeah, yeah, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Don't try to find all the dwarven mugs, because even I couldn't find all the dwarven mugs, and I had okay. the 100% range. <laughs> okay. I only got, like, six out of eight, so... All right. That's in collections, though, so yeah. you can safely ignore... Safely ignore that. Collections, yeah. it's fine. All right, Tony, until next time... I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the internet.